Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live. 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go! It's the two-time Stellar Award considered. Spin Award nominated. You're listening to The Voice. To The Voice. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. What's good, family? This your boy, the Thomas Voice, a.k.a. Pastor Christopher Newton. And you're listening to the Thomas Voice Radio Network. Walk with us, family. Let's go! You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Thomas Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go! What's good, radio family? TPV Radio is just getting hotter, and we have an all-star lineup just for you. Mondays, conversations with Joe and Jay at 7.30 a.m. Tuesdays, victory over the weights of life with author Jeanne Lebrine at 6 p.m. Wednesdays, Illuminating Word Ministries with Dr. Apostle Forrest L. Walker Sr. at 5 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30 p.m. Also, Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Fridays, the exclusive interview with your truly the Thomas voice by appointment only. Saturdays, is Saturdays for Fed with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones at 11 a.m., followed by the locker room with Coach D at 4 p.m. Sundays, TPV Reloaded at 2 p.m. with the Familia. Catch all of TPV Radio programming on Facebook Live at TPV Radio. Also, Live 365, tune in and all of our podcasts social media platform. Walk with us in relationship, purpose, and promise. And let's go! Hey, what's good, family? This is Joe Kia, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go! You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Tiny Showers, and you are listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network with the one and only Deep Psalmist as the amazing host. And I advise you to walk with me, my family. Let's go. It's your boy. God bless you.
is the Spin Award nominated Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones right now on TPV Radio.
is the Spin Award nominated Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones right now on TPB Radio. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello to you all. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Saturday's Buffet. We come today to just, uh, again, speak about love and how vulnerable love makes you feel and how sometimes no matter how much you love and no matter how hard you love, your love will get you hurt. But we continue to do it anyway. Good morning. Good afternoon, Pastor Chris. How are you today? Good afternoon. Up. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm still high, spiritual high, that is, from last Sunday. So y'all have to excuse me. I'll try to keep the band You have to share with us about last Sunday, Pastor Chris. Oh, yeah. I will do that when you allow me to. But I want to make sure everybody else in the kitchen gets their proper due. So I'm excited. I need to know who's in the kitchen. Who's in the kitchen, Pastor Chris? Oh, let me see. Well, we have the chef herself that makes Chef Ramsey look bad in the spirit. We have Roberta Jones in the building. What's good? Awesome. We have our spiritual pit bull in the building. You better watch your yes. neck because she'll lock watch your it's over. <laughs> we have Miss Tiana Mayo in the building. And, of course, we have the fire starter. And I don't even know, I don't even think it's safe to introduce this woman to God, but I'm going to introduce her anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, the fire starter, we have Miss Treat in the building. Hot sauce, come on with it. We encourage you guys who are listening to us today, get you a cup of coffee, get you some tea, get you a glass of ice water because it's on and popping today. I am so excited. I have just been waiting and biting at the bit to hear about what happened to Miss Tree on her job this week, what happened as she was at a gas station this week, because I just believe there were some things that transpired in her life because she put her love on the line just like Tiana Mayo and the chef herself, Roberta Jones. She's been in the kitchen cooking literally this week, and I know she's been mumbling and, and, and praying over the dressing and the macaroni and cheese as she fried the chicken and the fish this week. So people are not only eating good physically, but they're eating good spiritually. Good afternoon, Sister Roberta. How are you? Good afternoon and good morning to some. I am awesome. Awesome. With that song, how can you not be? And I, Pastor Chris on fire and I can fire. I'm on fire with him. Wait, wait to hear about the good yes. things that God has done. On last week, I know it was a fire in there, but I am so blessed and blessed to be uh, here among our listeners and everyone. I am excited always about what God is doing because he always, always surprises us and leaves us in our He's up to something, isn't he? Yes, he is. Hello, Tiana. How are you today? Hey, Mommy. How are you? I am amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm alive and well. 
I've been in these um, mountains today, but I'm still doing good. Sister Tree, you have excited me. You haven't even opened your mouth because I just believe some stuff been going on with you this week because God's been picking on you for quite a while now. Hi, Sister Tree, how you doing? Tree, you there? Hello, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. <laughs> All right. Good morning and good afternoon to you guys in Texas and Tennessee and Michigan. <laughs> All over. Amen. Amen. It's a buffet for real. Yes. Yes. I'm going to turn this over to Sister Roberta because I am traveling, so I'm in and out of service. But uh, when I can, I'm going to jump in because I know you guys are going to really uh, set it off today and set it in order. Sister Roberta, take it away. I'm going to go on mute for background noise. Please. Okay, okay. I'm, I'm excited. And since you've already started with Sister Tree, Tree, come on and light the fire. You're the fire, you're the fire lighter. Go on and light the fire so we can cook. Ooh, y'all a mess this morning. <laughs> you know, I I, I got to give God all the praise. It's, it's, it's amazing to see him at work. You know, um, this love thing is powerful. It, it is very powerful. And uh, as Lorraine said, God texted me and my love, do you really love me? And can you show it? Can you prove it? You know? Um, it's, it's a process. It's something that we have to totally, totally, totally surrender to God. Um, it's not always easy. You know, it's an uphill journey, but, um, we have to do it as Christians. We have to name the name of Christ. We have to walk the walk that has been set before us. And, you know, this pandemic throws something even more, uh, complicated into it because, People are on edge 24-7. They are waiting on a reason, you know, to pop off and and to to say something. And it's all about your response. It's all about how you choose to uh, show your love, even in the midst of their turmoil and their craziness. How, How do we as Christians show love? I wanted to to just pose a question, you know, uh, today, um, with everything going on with with the uh, the vaccine and and all that, you know, even in that, how how can we show love? Because people have different feelings on um, their beliefs on whether they should get the vaccine or not, and and congregating and all that kind of stuff. Even in that, how can we, as Christians, show love? That's that's good, there, because I, I I like that because you know I was talking with someone and and uh, someone proposed the question to believers: How can you not get the vaccine? So um, one of the things a young lady came to me and she's pretty upset, and I told her this: I say everything we do is according to our faith, where we are. You know, it's according to your faith. And you have, uh, anytime you come up with anything new, there's always going to be opposition. There's always going to be people, well, I don't feel this should happen, and I don't feel that. But uh, I believe the walk is, is, is personal, and it's according to your faith. But I, I'm like this, if you tell me something can help me, 
you know, unless God say different, I want it. And that's that's my take on it. And, and uh, Pitbull, what about you? Let, let's hear your take. Because I know you, you're going to say it like, you're going to tell us like it is. Tell us your take on it this morning. So the first part I want to say is it's interesting that you ask how do we show love because y'all know after last week I had to stuff my feelings. But when we got off the call, the next couple of days after we got off the call, I woke up in the middle of the night about my, my money that came up missing, and I grew frustrated. And I made the out loud statement in my house, I'm not cooking, I'm not cleaning, I'm not doing nothing until my money comes up. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, I think I cooked every darn day last week, and I had to <laughs> eat them words as quick as I said them. I had to eat them. I think I cooked breakfast for the whole house almost every week, every day last week. I'm pretty sure I cooked dinner all but one day last week. I might have fixed lunch a few times last week, and I thought to myself, well, I got to learn to be quiet because mm. I said it with the with full intentions on acting on it, or what should I say, not acting. And as quick as I said it, I found myself not being able to fulfill what my lips had spoke. So mm. I think that sometimes we are frustrated and we say things out of frustration. And then, of course, God shows us a different way to handle the situation. He shows us how to handle it like he would handle it. And I was just sitting here thinking like, oh, so does that mean if all the times I frustrated God, he shouldn't have fed me? <laughs> mm. <laughs> he should have been me when I came mm. back around? Or yeah. he should have turned his shoulder and gave me a face because I frustrated him? Or did he do quite the opposite? I can't remember mm. a time when I ever went to the altar for prayer knowing I had did the most the day before. And the pastor at the altar looked at me and was like, mm God mad at you. He told me to tell you to go sit down. No, he opened his arms. He embraced me. He loved me. He cared for me. Even though I didn't deserve none of what he was giving me, he still did it anyway. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, so is this the, is this the lesson I got to learn this week? Like, all this week, I got to keep moving like nothing happened. And I literally fussed. Not even that long ago, I, I fussed at my mom for this. I'm like, woman, sit down. Don't do nothing else. And look at here. Mm-hmm. 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 That's amazing. That, that, that's what love will do. The love of God comes in and constrains us. It just makes us do things that... We say we're not going to do. That's the spirit of God on the inside. That's mm-hmm. uh, the spirit man uh, saying what your mouth said, your flesh saying one thing, but the spirit man is doing another. And that's what you Sister want. To do. Yes. That's what that's what I was saying earlier. How love makes it makes us vulnerable, and it makes us look to to a world to the world. We look kind of stupid. How do you mm-hmm. feed somebody that stole from you? How do you help somebody that just hurts you? But that's what love does. I invited some people. I wanted to make you guys aware of this. I invited some people to, to listen to the show today who have a lot of uh, unlovable situations in their life. So they don't talk about what love is a lot of times. They're talking about what love is not. They, they see the opposite side of love. So we really want to stress them on today. And give them hope at the end of the day that no matter what happens to you, 
it still comes out to be God's love because like Kiana said, there were some unlovable things that happened, but then God gave her that opportunity to show love to the person that had done her wrong. So that's got to affect them. I love I love what Tracy said, those missed opportunities. So we, we're you know given opportunity. Go ahead, I'm gone. What? No, go ahead, finish. I have finished. I, I, I just wanted to say that, that missed opportunity. We don't want to miss any more opportunities. And Tiana but said you know, she had to come. Uh, Go ahead. Mm-hmm. She had to, go ahead. Go ahead and finish. I'm sorry, bro. Go ahead. So I was just saying, she had said she, she wasn't going to cook, but that would have been a missed opportunity. So I love how God confirmed what he puts in our, on the buffet. He comes back and he confirms that. I said that, and I'm going to give you an opportunity to live that out. Thank you. Hmm. Amen. That's 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 real good. But you know, when we look at love, what we thought was love was not love. It was love, and it was a it was something that make us feel good and look good. Love is not that. The Bible says God loved us and gave His Son for us. That was love. That's real love. That's hmm. the love that God said that we're to have. But the love we're used to is what people, you know, what you're doing for me. You know, that's mm-hmm. that flesh love. That's that uh, that uh, love that, you know, you know. well, yeah, I can do for you if you do for me. But God mm-hmm. said, can you love those that's not doing for you, that's mistreating you? That, that, that's not lovable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the questions I was how do you perfect love? Keep giving. How do you perfect? Oh. Keep giving. How, you keep giving. You keep, you keep giving. giving. That's how you perfect it because that's what God has has done for us and continues to do for us. He keeps giving. He gave the the best gift ever. No one has ever unpacked a gift as great as the one God gave us in Christ Jesus. So that and that's the gift that keeps giving. <laughs> Jesus keeps giving. So that that's how we perfect love. We continue to give in spite of we give out of our need we give out of our lack you just continue to give you know i've i've seen situations when we were in the church where you know it was like an altar altar call for uh for prayer and i've seen someone come up and literally take their wallet and turn it upside down and all the only thing that was falling out was coins but that was so powerful because they were giving their lack they were giving it unto God. Lord, I trust you enough to give my last. And that's love. That's love. It makes you stretch. It makes you stretch your faith to see just how much do you um, do you realize God can do for you. I'll tell you guys something else that I'll tell you guys something else that has been happening too. So I've come to the realization that I have a level of patience for people outside my house that I wasn't given to the people inside my house. So y'all know Mm. I work with foster kids throughout the week. So if they make a mistake, how I approach them, how I interact with them is way different than if it was my kids or my family that made a mistake. I had a higher expectation and a lower way of, of showing love to the people who were closest to me and then it, it made me realize that they need my love just like everybody else does. They need the mm-hmm. calm and com- composed version of me 
just like everybody else does. They need me to fix my face when I'm dealing with them, just like everybody else does. But I had to make myself, like, bring it to my my realization because a lot of times we just be going and doing, going and doing, and not realizing that we're autopilot with our family because we do this every day, and we're not expressing to them the way that they need us to express to them. And then we wonder things like, why is my kids acting like this? Why don't they believe in God or trust God or do this the way that I do it? Maybe we haven't set the best example because we haven't shown love correctly to our family. And to, but, when, but they see what we do when we are with the masses. They see how we love and show affection and show kindness. And I'm talking about me, y'all, to the other kids. They see my pictures. They see how I talk to them when they call. They see how I redirect them when they off. They can see that, and they're probably wondering, why Why she got that level of patience over there? But if I leave a piece of lint on the floor, I don't even know for sure if she loved me today. <laughs> I left that piece of lint on the floor. So my 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 work this week has also been whew, remembering to show my love in a way where it can be accepted and understood and not going off because these are my people. Wow, that's good. That's, that's good, good. T. That that's so good. good. And I, I think you can speak for just about all of us in learning mm-hmm. the practice in that, trying to, uh, especially with your kids, you know, because you want your kids to do the right thing and be perfect. I think it's, that's the thing you don't want them to make. Mm-hmm. You don't want you to go where you went. And you call yourself directing them in a, in a way that they don't get to where you want. But they have to learn the same way. Same way you're teaching the other kids, we have to teach our kids. And it, it should begin at home first. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if, if, if a child has to look outside of the home for a hero, they're, have to, they have, they're looking too far. Mm-hmm. So he, Wow, that's mm-hmm. that's deep right there, sis. You need mm-hmm. to say that again. That's mm-hmm. heavy. That's mm-hmm. heavy right there. Let me go ahead and post that. Yep. <laughs> Look outside of their home for their hero. They're looking too far because their mm-hmm. hero should be inside the home. Yeah. That's good. That's good. You know, I I I had a. Um, a situation where a young person, a, a church that I used to attend years ago, um, one of the senior pastors, um, you know, he he basically lived in the church. He was over the prayer ministry, and he basically lived there. He had four children, and um, his teenage daughter, you know, she just kind of connected, you know, to me, and I always wanted to be around or whatever, and. Um, you know, she was talking to me one day, and, and she said, uh, this is when she became uh, older. We used to talk all the time. When she came older, she talked to me. She said, you know, because I asked her why I hadn't seen her in church. And she said, I, she said, I just feel like it, it's a fallacy. It, it's a lie. And I said, well, what's a lie? You know, you've been raised in the church. Your dad was over the, the prayer ministry and all. He, she said, but he gave more to the church than he did inside. We didn't get treated at home the way he treated people at church. Um, and she mm-hmm. said, when I got pregnant out of wet, like he shunned me. He made me feel so low. He said, but yeah, I saw, she said, I saw him at church where other young girls that went through the exact same thing I went through. 
And she said, and, you know, he helped plan their baby showers and all this stuff. She said, I didn't get the same love. So I felt like it was a farce. You know, this this was a fairy tale because I don't get that same love, you know, in in the home that I see him show outside of the home. And I was like, wow, you know, that was huge. And so that's a really big statement, Mom, for you to say. If you're looking for a hero outside of the home, you're looking too far. That means we have a charge inside of our homes to make sure that our children see a resemblance of who of who we want them to be long term, you know, once they're on the other side of our house. But in order for them to see it, we have to show it. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things growing up, my mom, I said, if I can just be half the mother that she was, I would feel like I was successful. She was an awesome, awesome mother, awesome woman of God. She wasn't perfect. That's what I loved about it. You know, she wasn't perfect. But she was a lovable, and she she knew that we were we were we were um, we were flesh. She didn't expect us to be as spiritual as she was. You know, she allowed us to play our music. She allowed us to you know do things that dance and but she showed the love of God. So I never remember my mom making me go to church because of the love I saw for her with God. It made me want to be there. It made me want to be there. When she would tell her her, her uh, testimonies or her stories about her God and stuff, it made me want him. It made me want to know him like that. So she was, she was my hero. She was my, my hero. Hero. And that's the, you know, when we start doing that, T, and, and that is so awesome what you said. It's so awesome. We can do it on the outside. What about the inside? Where it counts the most. You know, and I often say that, you know, if if, if if I don't spend time with God and, and I don't pray, you know, the first day I know, the second day my husband knows, the third day my children know. And it's just because I have to do that in order to help myself. I do it for me so that I can stay in, 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 a, in relationship with my family. That is so awesome, the love. You perfect love by doing it. We keep giving. We keep doing it. We keep saying it. We keep acting it out. Pastor Chris, yes, we know you're ready. And, and we, we, we know you, you, you're getting ready to send us there. You're getting ready to take us there. Tell, 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 tell us well, your take on what we've been talking about. Well, I got a, another quote that... Difficult people are exactly the people we need to intentionally move forward. Uh-oh. I'll read that Difficult again. people. I, I, like I think that. they missed that. Difficult like people <laughs> are exactly the people we need to intentionally move towards. See, we are always building in our relationship with christ we are always dying to our own ideologies our own defense mechanisms and all that see jesus is a perfect example of unconditional love now we all know that difficult people are everywhere 
we also know that difficult people have been around forever. So it's nothing new. So keeping the love is especially in this day and time. Ask God for grace not to run away, but to keep engaging in love that hard-to-love person. Listen, I know that sounds great, but I also know it's hard to do for some of us. Why? Because some of us have to deal with our own stuff. So that's why it's easy for us to minister to people on the outside because the people on our inside circle saw us before we changed. They, they experienced us before God used our lips as loving instead of scolding. See, they've seen us in our worst. So, of course, some of us will feel a little uneasy when it comes to scolding your own and scolding someone on the outside. See, because you don't have to deal with the person on the outside of the bubble. Uh Uh-oh. See, you have to constantly look in the mirror with the people inside your bubble. See, we don't like looking at ourselves. I got the T-shirt and the hat. But see, what makes being a believer so great is that when you are woman or man enough to look in the mirror and realize that I got a lot of work to do, you're already halfway there. Why? Because you were open to the fact that you need a change within you. One. Two, you are able to apply the changes as needed. And three, when you are engaged in your own bubble, you start seeing things shift. Well, that's easy for you to say because I live in my truth. You know, you know how we talk now. Uh, you, you, you telling me all these nice things, Pastor, but uh, I got to sleep with the enemy. Uh-oh. I, I got to deal with attitudes. I got to deal with all this stuff, but yet I have to maintain my composure as a believer, and I'm supposed to just die to my flesh and allow these folks in my bubble to keep poking me in the ribs? See, this is real talk. But see, the solution to your problem is not the people. Uh Uh-oh. Sometimes we got to love past the pain. Uh Uh-oh. That is the hardest thing that we can do. When we are in pain ourselves, And we have to love past that, even though it hurts, even though it takes you some kind of places you don't want to go. Even when mama, even when daddy, even when your husband, your wife, your kids just act straight crazy, you still got to love past the pain. Now, I got some solutions to loving past the pain 
but I wanted to throw those scenarios out there because I know there's people that are listening and that are watching, and they're saying, oh, this sounds good, but y'all don't understand what I'm going through. So being that I've been through most of these hard situations and still had to love past the pain, I know what I'm talking about just based on experience alone, and I didn't even add the winning ingredient, and that's the word of God, but we're going to get there later on. So let me stop before I go crazy. So, Sister Roberta, back to you. That, that is awesome, Pastor Chris. That, 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 you have to put, I have to put a pin in that, because I was reading just the other day, and I read this, uh, I don't know how many times, heard it preached and everything, about uh, a man needs respect. I'm like, okay, he needs respect. And I'm like, what about the ones don't deserve it? It doesn't matter what he deserves. And how, how do you give respect to somebody don't deserve? It's just like you said. It's through the word of God. You just practice what the word of God says. You just continue to practice in what the word of God says until it becomes a part of you. And it sounds like, this is too much. This, this, I, I can't do that. But, but, but you have to do it. Okay, God, like, like, like Peter told him, well, Peter told Jesus, Jesus told him, let, let, let down your net. He said, Lord, we've been fishing here all night, but nevertheless, you said let it down. So that's where we have to come to that love and that treating people right and, and the unlovable and the ones that hurt us and mistreat us and, and keep going forward. Nevertheless, you said love them. I'm going to love them. Nevertheless, you said forgive them. I'm going to forgive them. Nevertheless, this hurts, but I got to keep yeah. moving. So yeah. we have to get to that. Never, like you said, Pastor Chris, we have to get to that that place where, you know, you do it because the word says do it. You do what the word mm-hmm. says. Mm-hmm. And when doing what the word says. Because, Roberta, that's the struggle. That's that struggle that we have, knowing what God's desire for our life is and knowing what we want to do. Mm-hmm. So we, we get into battles that I don't want to fix food for these jokers. But but you're telling me to feed them? So that's, that's the struggle that we're having. It's like you say, respecting somebody or honoring someone that we feel in our hearts don't deserve it. Mm-hmm. So it, it comes But mommy. Go ahead. But mommy. But mommy, yes. you can't just fix the yes. food. You got to fix the food and be nice, too. I couldn't just fix the food and slap the bacon on their plate like I was playing spades. I had to be nice. Here, baby, you want some jelly with that? With a real smile and no attitude, because you know they know. (laughs) 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 You have to realize I'm not doing this as unto them. But as unto God, as unto the Lord, because the Lord said, I'm, you know, I'm looking at what God says. I'm doing what, what he said, you know, like he told me, they didn't deserve it, but I didn't do, I don't deserve what I get either. Mm -hmm. I don't deserve what I get. Where was you all week? I needed you to call me and tell me this earlier in the week when I was on the struggle (laughs) bus. No, you didn't. You passed. You passed. You passed. I do, but you should have seen me. I'm downstairs all by myself. Like, why are you making me do this? 
They don't even need no breakfast. They should get up and cook their own breakfast. Yeah. Then yeah. they they feet hit the bottom of the stairs, and I gotta say good morning. Mhm. <laughs> but it works. It works if you work it. It works. The, the, the word of God works. And I think you know we we are we are society. We deal with this. You know, I get saved today, and I'm heaven bound, and I don't have to do anything. You know, I don't want to work out my soul salvation. I don't want to work nothing out. You know, but we forgot what he said. I'm coming to a church without spot or wrinkle. How do you get rid of the wrinkles? Mm-hmm. By washing, <laughs> by ironing, putting heat on it. Mm, not heat. <laughs> you know, heat to get rid of heat. Yeah, heat some wrinkles out, boo. See, oh, heat, oh. fire, Not the heat. Time. Bring the heat. heat. You, know, heat. you can't stand you got to get out the kitchen. You on the buffet, you got to stay. We got to have a hot sauce on that for that chicken. You got to have yeah. the fire. That's the only thing gonna, that's going to cook the food, and that's going to iron out the wrinkles in our lives. Yeah. And purify yeah. them. Get the purification Purif- box. Purify. It purifies, and that's what it's about, purifying us for eternity, for eternity, not now. See, we're looking at just now. Right. But God is looking at eternity. He's not. It's not just about now because you don't want to go. You don't want to go in eternity with all this stuff we have inside of us now. So you are be, you're being oh, messed up. Mm. You know what that's like, Roberta. I got an example. Of what that's like. That's like eating chitlins and you didn't take the you didn't take the insides <laughs> of the, the contents. Of the- <laughs> Lord. <laughs> Everybody know what that means. You full of. <laughs> Yeah, that it's gives me insight onto what I'm, what I'm got, what I'm saying on tomorrow. Text earlier this week, the Lord spoke to me about um, what to speak about for Sunday text, and He said, "You know, there's this old cliche we have. I'm just doing, I'm just doing me." And God said, "When we do me, there are consequences." He said, "But when we do Him, there are benefits." Let that soak in. Go ahead, Roberta. I'm putting on mute. <laughs> that's what he's after the benefits. He's always a God of purpose. His purpose is to get is for him to get the glory out of our life. And you know, when we surrender and say yes to him, it makes it much easier. The dying, that's that dying. It makes it much easier. Does it hurt? Yes. Yes, it hurts. You know, you go to a doctor and you you know, you think he said this it's gonna hurt a little bit. But it's necessary so you can get cured. It's necessary. The pain is necessary. The fire is necessary. Because you know, we'll be stuck in our old ways, same old, doing the same old thing. You know, you be, it, it's called insanity. Insanity, doing the same old thing and think you're going to get a different result. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. insane. You know, I just I just thought of something, and I I hadn't even been able to put it all together. But as you guys were talking, so I shared a couple of weeks ago about some things that happened <clears throat> on the job, and um, one of the 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 young ladies that uh, said some things. Um, this is so crazy! Oh my God! One of the ladies that said some things about me. Um, this week, actually yesterday, 
I uh, we we got some challenges right now working in healthcare, you know, with staffing and all that. And so some of the uh, things that she's supposed to do, she's behind in it. And I said, well, I can just call the patients and I can do, you know, the assessment or whatever, and then I can just give it to her and then she can do the note or whatever. And this is one of the people who spoke ill against me, who spoke very wrongly against me, that I thought we were okay. But again, and I hadn't even thought about it as, uh, I don't want to help her or whatever. It just came to me to do it. You know, and I'm just looking at it now like I totally forgot about what she said or what she had done. I was just thinking about what I can do to make things better. You know, and and that that in itself is just amazing. I hadn't even, I thank God because the old me would have remembered every single detail of what she said, how she said it, when she said it, and who she said it to. But the new me is like it's not even about that. It's about what can I do to help things? You know, the, the, what you were saying, the things that we go through is to make us better. The persecution, the, the pressure, you know, all of that is to make us better. So uh, we're in a pressure cooker right now in our lives Uh-oh. and even on our spiritual walk. And God is just saying, okay, are you going to stand there and get tenderized? Because, you know, after you come out of a pressure cooker, the meat falls off the bones. So are we going to stay in the pressure cooker and get tenderized? Or are we going to jump out too soon and, and have to, we need some more seasoning, we need some more this, we need some more that. You know, what what are we going to do? How are we going to do this thing? How are we going to turn out? Look at the meat that was cooked in the oven. Look at the meat that was cooked in the pressure cooker. Look at the meat that was cooked over the stove. And what is the difference? What's the comparison? So we're the meat. We're the meat. You know, how how are we going to be displayed on the table mm. before the people? And if, if you look at that in contrast with the our spiritual walk with God, mm. and y'all literally, I'm telling y'all, God is literally just feeding this to me now. I have not thought of this. I have not any of it. It's like, how do you want to be displayed? The presentation. If you're a real cook, my mom being a cook, my husband cooks like he's a chef. Presentation is everything mm-hmm. so how do you want to be laid on the platter did you just ask me if I want to get in the heat stay mm. and finish the process or keep jumping in the heat this too hot getting out but knowing I'm going to have to go back because I ain't finished <laughs> back oh. and forth into the heat and just the heat getting cooler, but it ain't really getting no cooler. It's just getting harder and harder to go back. Just and getting hot and hot. Because I know it's hot. hot in there. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, I want. Yeah. Well, see, That's it. the pro the problem is, where's the beef? See, we got a lot of vegetarians ah. in the body. Now, I'm not saying that word to be disrespectful. But just hear me here. See, we have made so many changes in our adult lives, even in our walks. So we change the way we eat. We change our diet. We change the way we speak. We change the way we, uh, we, you know, we do so much changes. We change our hair. You know, now men can change their hair now. It's just crazy. Anyway, uh, we have vegetarians in the faith. Or we got 
folks that just eat tofu as beef. See, they said it's nutrients when you eat that. You get a lot of protein, right? Well, with meat, you still get that, and you get that added fuel, and you get that added something, something. Now, for all you vegetarians, y'all probably going to get me with this one. But what I'm saying is when you chew that beef, it's a process, right? So just like loving through people's stuff or mess and walking into a hot kitchen knowing you got to lay out the menu and you sweating of all get out, but you still have to chew. You still have to go through the process. And once you chew it down, then you have to swallow it. What do I mean? See, it's just like applying the word of God in our life, right? We're chewing on it. We're chewing on it and chewing on it. And some of us is still chewing on that same piece. I'm just saying. Because a lot of us got Gerber food instead of steak. Uh-oh. I got in trouble with that one. I'm sorry. But, yeah, we're, we're eating Gerber. We're not eating steak. We've changed our diet. We don't want to do the heavy chewing or the heavy sweating to make the presentation the way it is. We want to do it quick. We got all these methods, and we have five steps to do it quick, but we don't want to be chewed. Uh-oh. See, see, I promised I was going to be good tonight, I mean today, but uh, I just can't because we, we fake love. We love conditionally, uh-uh. but we want people to love us unconditionally. Uh-oh. Now, Uh-oh. see, we go through these changes in the natural and the spiritual. Now, when we're dealing with difficult people through our own change, sometimes it can mess us up just a little bit. Why? Because we are at a level or mental capacity that we're tired of being nasty. Oh, I'm tired of being all sweaty, being in this kitchen all day long. I need a shower, a spiritual cleansing from all the grease, all the smoke, all the stuff I had to go through in this process. So when you do that, God allows you to restore and reset who you are. I don't think they caught that. See, when you take a shower, you reset yourself, meaning that you're washing all the impurities away and coming out that thing Fresh and new. But see, some of us like to pick up the same towel we used already and wipe ourselves off. But see, in all actuality, you got to get a fresh towel. Uh Uh-oh. You got to get a fresh towel in order to get the full benefit of you cleaning yourself. But see, I think we missed that part too. See, you know what? I'm going to cut my mic off. Because y'all setting me up. And see, Sister Lorraine, she on the road. And she normally already poking me in the ribs already. See, I'm going to be quiet <laughs> before we break loose. Because I told y'all already 
that I'm already still spiritually high. So I need to stop before I take over. So Sister Lorraine, you better you better shut my mic off. Uh, Pitbull, you better bite me in the throat because I'm about to go off. I'm just saying. So Sister Roberta, Chef, you, please you know take the, my mic. Back to you. You went, you went off. You're not tired of that. You went You went there. You went there. You went there with the love. And that's that's that. I, I love that. The different kinds of meat. The different kinds of uh, how we cook it. How we turn up the heat. How do you? And and we need difficult people. And that's that's so hard for us to get to that place. And you know what? This is the process of us becoming like Christ. This is the process of people seeing the one that we've been talking about, preaching about, singing about, praying about. This is how they see. This is this is the only way they can see him. This is the only way some people are going to read him. They read him by what you're doing, how you respond. They're watching. So as, 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 as we go through the day, we have to always realize that that who who we are and who we are. And these things are coming. They're coming. But now when they come, what I love about God, he can have us prepare before they get there. If we listen. If we listen, he'll have us prepare for what we have to go through. Just like this buffet. This buffet is every time we get on here and talk about these subjects, talk about here comes the test to see if are you what you say? Are you walking or just talking? Are you walking in part. love? Are you just that's the hardest part. Mm-hmm. That is the hardest part. But that's the most important part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to do it. See, that's the most important part. To look the part is easy. But to be the part. Oh yeah. You got the, that down. That's the hard yeah, we got, we got that, that down. Oh, yeah. we, we got we got that down. We we got we the yeah. We got the herbs just right. We got the <laughs> low fat butter just right. The, you know, we we got all the, the the trimmings and the presentation always looking dapper. But see, underneath the meat, it's still uncooked. Uh oh, it's still oh wow. See. See, see, we 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 have the presentation always on. As the young folks say, always on fleek, right? Or we bring in that smoke, right? Or, but see, the meat on the inside is still red. So now, as the chef, we gotta take that plate. We I asked for a medium well. And it's bleeding. I didn't ask for a bloody meat. I asked for medium well. So now as a chef, all that work we put in, now we got to throw it all in the garbage. We're feeling some kind of way now as a chef. I I, I know how that feels because sometimes you, you put so much love in a dish and you give it to somebody and then you're dealing with somebody that's just straight difficult. Now, We've all been there, and if you are in the food industry of any kind, you understand different kind of folks. Now, some folks are just picky. You can have it cooked just right, 
right temperature, all that, they'll still find something wrong. So what do we do, ladies? How do we love and still give excellent service when the meat's still pink? Well, let me give you five quick reasons. Number one, pray from your own heart and own understanding. Here's a backup scripture. Colossians chapter 3, chapter 12 through 14. Number two, also, the hardest part, pray for them. Oh, I don't want to hear that, Pastor. I ain't praying for nobody that's just that difficult. Well, as a believer, it is our mandate to pray for them. Philippians chapter 1, verse 9 through 11. Number three, move towards them, not away from them. Oh, boy, here we go. Pitbull going to bite me in the neck with this one. So you mean to tell me I got to still show and engage love and find conversation and meet them halfway, even though they're giving me the stank face? Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's what we have to do because sometimes it's in the action that breaks the nasty. Yeah, I made that up, but it makes sense. See, it's in the action that breaks the nasty. Number four, find specific ways to bless and encourage them. Oh, so you mean to tell me I got to still bless them and encourage them, and they telling me off, giving me a cross-eye, and giving me the you-know-what. So you mean to tell me I have to encourage somebody like that? Even the hardest person in some of our cases, is someone we love the most. Woo! We got to still be able to love them and encourage them in spite of how we feel. Number five, give them grace just as God extended grace to you. Wow! We got to forgive them in spite of. We got to ask God for help to bear with us. We got to remember where we came from, ladies and gentlemen. Sometimes you got to look at yourself. How much grace God extended to you by you being difficult? Uh-oh. You don't believe me? Read Colossians chapter 3, 13. And my last point, realize that you, too, could be a difficult person in someone else's life. Uh-oh, we don't want to hear that one right there, but it's the truth. Even though we say we got it all together, even though our presentation looks good and our meat's undercooked, sometimes we got to realize that sometimes we could be that difficult person in someone else's life. See, God will honor us and restore our hearts He will find deeper satisfaction within us as we seek to love past the pain and be Christ-like to our enemies even when it hurts. I'm dropping the mic. I'm done. Back to you. You go to your corner. You go to your corner. (laughs) Many of us are rare or medium rare when God wants us well done. Is that what I hear you saying? 
You're saying that, yep. that God wants to push us until we're well done, we're good, and we're faithful servants. Mm-hmm. And so we're coming up short on that when we come out of the skillet. Right. Yep. Okay, got it. Thank you. Now, say you want it. Don't come. <laughs> <laughs>
keep running around all over the place. How am I going to perfect this love? How am I going to show this love? How am I going to demonstrate this love? By doing what the word of God says. Okay, Lord, you said it. I believe it. I'm going to do it. And that's, it's, just, it's, mm. it's that simple. We make it hard, but it's that simple. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we need to just stay in his love. And in staying in his love, we will be conformed because his love is conforming. It's impossible to be in his love and not be changed. Impossible to be in his love and not be uh, uh, delivered and set free. You know, you can't receive love and not give it back. It's impossible to do it. Something has, it's a change agent. Something has to change on the inside. There has to be a a purging, a cleansing that takes place. It's impossible to be in his love and stay the same. Uh We have to be conformed. Uh And if you're staying the same, that ain't God's love. Mom said earlier, you know, what we thought was love wasn't. And we all have some stories of what we saw growing up and, you know, what, what our ocular proof, our vision, what was set in front of us is different than what God intended love to be. Mm. So in order to engage and truly engage with God's love, there's a shaking that takes place. Things that were on you before have to be trimmed off. If we even look at um, what, that's a, a great analogy, what mom was saying, planting a seed. We were talking earlier today about her flowers. If she does not go out there and water her flowers, her flowers don't receive love because they need the water in order to grow. We need God's love. We need his word. We need prayer. We need fellowship with each other. We need you know, those and things. And, and oh. some, some, of the, some of my flowers, they're, they're, they're a little sensitive. And I have one. He's so sensitive. And I don't put no water on him. He just acts like it's all over. Like life is all over for him. I put water on him. He just sprang up like, hi. Well, I'm like, you're so disrespectful. You make me look, you know, you make me look like I'm not loving you. He you know, needs a little more love. <laughs> he needs a little more love. Sometimes that's the way it is with us. You have people that need a little more love. And yes, yes. People yes. need a little more love. A little more love. Pastor Chris, can we yes, have ma'am. can we have a song after, uh, go to a song, please? Uh, sure. We'll be right back. Right after this. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Apostle Sharita Lovelace of the Triumphant Show, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. So, are you ready? Are you set? Well, let's go.
Jenkins of Destiland Christian Center in Rancho Cucamonga, California, and you're listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go! It's the Spin Award nominated Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorraine Brown and Roberta Jones right now on TPV Radio. After that, I'm uh, after that. I'm done. That that was. Yeah, we was just talking about that. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm-hmm. see, 
we were talking about from the inside out. But mm. see, we focus so much on the outside out, yeah. That, yeah. that we don't know what's really going on on the inside until you what? Mm-hmm. Get cut, meaning pain, mm. hurt, husband, wife, kids, job, you name it. We only see the red when we cut the meat, right? So just mm-hmm. like in our spiritual walks with Christ, we only see the red when we get cut. But see, if we were, if we were cooked well done in the first place, mm. we wouldn't feel the pain. Mm. We wouldn't feel mm. the pressure. See, when yes. we get cut, the meat will be tough enough to withstand, so when the air hits it, we won't feel some kind of way. Air meaning the adversary. See, we got to understand that this thing of love is a life journey, but if you connect yourself with people that's been there, done that, that give you the real deal, holy field of the process, not the religion, the process, you will be better off as a believer, not just a churchgoer, not just a YouTube churchgoer, but a believer in Jesus Christ. There's a difference. See, I don't have the whole show to get into the particulars of the difference, but I will tell you this. The, the more relationship you put in with Christ, the more love, joy, peace, patience, Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, self-control, he will pour into you. He did it for me. I'm just saying. I was loose. I was a loose cannon in the lips. I was off the hook, off the chain, you name it. I got the T-shirt, hat, MP3, record, 8-track, tape, and cassette. Just saying. Went down the generations. But I'm just saying. My point is this, family. There are some real struggles that we do not accept as, as believers. See, if you are struggling of accepting God's love, here's some three signs that you can write down. Number one, are you very compulsive? Ooh. One of the major struggles that King Saul dealt with as a king that he was compulsive, acting quickly without counsel with God, and I can go on and on. Number two, do you get jealous easy? Uh-oh, I'm getting in trouble with this one. I'm getting in trouble. Uh, uh, do you get jealous easy? See, Saul never really trusted God, right? So when David killed Goliath, he felt some kind of way. And we feel some kind of way, too, sometimes in our walk. We feel some kind of way. I'm mad that Chef Roberta is able to throw out a better steak than me. So I'm going to feel some kind of way and be jealous. Or I'm going to be mad because Pitbull just goes straight to the jugular and she don't hold no punches. And I can't do that. So I'm going to go ahead and be jealous because of that. Or I'm going to be jealous of Sister Tracy pouring that extra hot hot sauce on my wound, knowing I can't even do the same. Or we're going to talk about the ring general, the sergeant, the drill sergeant, 
Yeah, Lorraine Brown. Yeah, I ain't forget you. See, I'll get I'll get jealous because she just goes straight to the hip too. Hold no punches. You better do your push-ups or you got another 20 push-ups on top of what you already got to do. See, we got to understand that number three, self-doubt and insecurity will kill our witness. It will kill our seed. And it will definitely kill our state that's not been well done. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Back, back, back to you. I'm going back to the band. I'm going back. Mm, that's good. That's good. That's good. We don't have to compare. All we have to do is have wisdom, the wisdom of God. And the only way we're going to get it, we got to get to go to the Word. We have to be, allow the Word of God to become alive in us. We read it, we quote it, but do we allow it to live in us? Do we allow the Word of God to live in us? Do we allow the Word of God to to to, to, to come forth instead of what I think, Philip, but that inside out? Is He on the inside of us, and we're allowing that inside out to reflect? What is reflect? What what's being reflected? What's being seen? What's being seen is what's on the inside. It's coming out. And when we're under pressure, what comes out? What what you put in? And we have to spend that time and put that time in with God so that we can reflect Him. We can reflect Him. He Jesus is our example, and that's the example that that you know we don't want to follow that example because it's gonna cost us too much. But yet we've, we've already said, oh, I've been crucified with Christ. But, I, you know, nevertheless, I live, but Christ lives in me. But yet every time something comes, the old me comes up. We don't let the Christ come out. We let the old me come up. And that's the thing that God wants us to show love in spite of. Show love. How I show love in spite of. Lord, you're telling me, that, you know, the same way he did he, when he was on the cross. He said, Father, forgive them. Mm. He said, they, didn't know, they don't know what they're doing. And mm. people, hurt people, hurt people. They have no idea that they're going to reap what they're doing. They have no idea mm. that they plant seeds that they got to harvest. They're clueless about that. They don't know that you're a child of God, that, you're, you're, that, 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 that what you're doing is, is, is uh, it, it, how the scripture says you're, Heaping coals, you, when you, you're putting fire on them. You're heaping coals of fire on them when you do what God tells you to do and they disobey. Are they doing something to hurt you? You're the mm-hmm. one getting the blessing. Mm-hmm. Do we want to walk in the blessing of the curse? Do we want, do we want God's seed or do we want, because, you know, we're supposed to be dead. Mm-hmm. And every time a dead, a dead man stinks, Every time a dead man get up, they stinking. But it stinks because nothing but trouble. Because it's supposed to, you're supposed to be minding it. You dead. You dead. Until it realized that, you know what? The enemy can't use the same thing on us all the yeah. time. If we let him know, he'd have to come with a whole new trick. He'd have yeah. to leave for a second. Yeah. They have to leave for a season. You know, mm-hmm. so that, that love walk, that love walk. Do, you, do I have to do this? Do I have to go through this? 
If you want to become if you want to look at every time we we do what what God tells us to do, we walk we put we put a wall of protection around our life that gives us refuge from the storms of life. But every time we cooperate with what our flesh is is bringing forward, then we open ourselves up to more uh, demonic and wrong activity. So some people that have opened themselves up have changed their mind perhaps about their behavior, but now they feel like they're on a roller coaster or they're on a downward spiral and they don't know how to get off. Because the, the more we the more we cooperate with anything outside of love, the farther we get away from learning how to be lovable and to love. Mm. So we we're empowered when we do what God tells us to do. And yeah. when we see people that have done that, we become we become jealous of them. But and we say things like, I wanna be like them, but we have to count the cost. There's a cost mm. to being anointed. When you have oil, you bought that oil. It wasn't just talk. It was a price paid for that oil because that oil is precious. That's why you see people keep it in their alabaster box. They don't just throw it away and lay it around. Yeah. There, there, is a, there is a cost. That's a cost. What did it cost Jesus? His life. <laughs> his, his life. <laughs> cost him his life. It cost Jesus his life. And he told us it called Jesus. It, it doesn't cost us our all. It costs us our emotions. <laughs> lay your emotions down. Lay your feelings down. Lay, lay, lay what you think, you know. But it's so hard for us to do that because I don't want to be made a fool of. If I look like, I look like a fool. And who's I? When we start talking about love, and we, you know, we, you know, you, it, the Bible doesn't tell you if they treat your brother that way. But the Bible don't tell you what love, love is. It always talks about what love is not. No. What is not? It's, it's, it, you know, love is, love is not this, and love is, love is kind. Love is. Wait a minute now. I got. How do I be? You know, I mean that thing. This love walk. This we've been teaching on. It, I mean, God's been opening up opening up things and stuff that I thought that I, you know, hey, I, 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 I'm doing this, but he, he brings you to a whole nother level. No, you're not doing it all the way. You're not dying in this. You got to die in this. You got to die in this. And that dying means the way you feel about it, your, your emotions, what I think. It's not about what you think. It's about what he said. That's the only way you could do it is what he said, how he say do it. So now the only way we can find out is we got to go to the Word. we got to go to the Word. So one of the things that uh, we have, Pastor Chris, we have some callers? Uh, yes, ma'am, uh, we do. All right, callers, it's your turn. Join the conversation. Uh, now, if you're just listening, just tell us you're just listening, and we will move on to the next caller. And we will read the last four digits of your phone number, and we will give you the heads up. And if you don't want to speak again, just say pass or just listening. All right, first up, 9289. 9289, you are on the air. God bless you.
Hello, family. Good afternoon. This is um, Tammy from Durham. Um, Hello, um, Roberta and sisters. I um, I just really have enjoyed the word. It touched so, um, Pastor Chris touched exactly what I have been going through all week long. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for giving me the tools that I need to just push through because it is hard loving somebody when they don't even know how to love themselves. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) May God bless y'all. Have a good rest of your day. Thank you, Sister Tammy, for sharing that because when we come together, we need people like you to come back and say, that was God that told you that, and thank you for opening up your mouth and having the nerve to speak it. Thank you, and God bless you. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, woman of God. Next caller, 6015. 6015, you are live on the air. God bless you. Lucia Priest is just listening. Amen. God bless you. Thanks, Miss Lucia. God bless you in 19. <laughs> <laughs> Next caller, 7122. 7122, you are live on the air. God bless you. Seventy one twenty two, you are live on the air. God bless you. Going once, going twice. We will put you back on mute. Thank you so much for being a part of the buffet this afternoon. Next caller, eighty six thirty eight. Eighty six thirty eight. You are live on the air. God bless you. Yes, good afternoon, everyone. I have really enjoyed the buffet today. Hello, um, Sister Lorraine. This is Margaret. Hey, that's my little sister. Hey, Alabama, God bless you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much for calling. Next and final caller, 7503. 7503. You are live on the Hi. air. Hi, this is Alice Steele from Flag and All. I want to say hi to Roberta and my daughter, Lorraine, and my goddaughter, Tiana. I love you all, and I enjoyed the birthday, and keep me in your prayer. Amen. Love you, too. (laughs) Hey, that's my godmama. I want to say hi. I love you. We lost Amen. There you go. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling. All of you, thank you for joining the buffet this afternoon. So, Sister Roberta, Sister Lorraine, back to you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. That um, we thank we thank God for all the listeners that that are on the air. We we really appreciate you. You guys don't know how much. You mean to us. We thank you. Thank you so much. And we're um, in, in the love uh, walk, uh, talking about love and exercising love 
on a day-by-day, moment-by-moment. And it has to be moment-by-moment because moment, you can do it right this minute and the next minute you, you, you mess up. So it's a moment-by-moment moment, uh, uh, thing that we learn how to walk in love. You know, uh, when we mature, we're growing. We're growing in, in, in grace and in the knowledge of, of Christ. We're, we're, we're looking to him in prayer, you know, who truly is the art and finish of our faith, that, that our faith begin with him and it's going to end with him. You know, sometimes we think uh, as believers, we, we, we think we got it. We think, we think we got it. Oh, I got this. But no, when you, when you think that you, you, you're, you're ready, you, you, you might as well go on and lay down because you're about to fall. But, um, on the buffet today, uh, Wait a minute, don't like, move from that. Don't move from that. Please don't move from that. That is that is <laughs> impactful. That is very impactful. Sister Roberta, you said when you think you have gotten it made, when you think you figured it out, go ahead and lay down. Tree, we need to tag that one. Go ahead and lay down because you are about to fall. Good God Almighty, do you hear that? That is so powerful. <laughs> Sir Tree, can yeah. I get you to tag that, please? Arthur Roberta Jones. <laughs> Just dropping bombs this whole afternoon. Just Man, dropping a whole bunch of bombs. The whole studio is on fire. Yes. on fire. Jesus. That is so Ooh. powerful. Oh, if I could just make people hear what I'm hearing when you say that, sis. You said when you think you got it all together, when you think you know what's going on, when you think you fully understand, go ahead, baby. Lay down. You are about to fall. Revelation. Oh, that's good. I'm done. I'm thinking fall back on music. That's a fire starter right there. Pitbull, bite some ankles. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, Pitbull. She called you out. Go ahead, Pitbull. Go ahead. I can't bite no ankles. I've been knocking you upside my head all morning. <laughs> I, I can't. I, I don't. Who ankles on that bite? Listen, I think that. If I can't relate to anything else, I can relate to being challenged in my walk. I can relate to having to love people who I felt like didn't deserve to be loved. I can relate to not showing that love appropriately and then having to retake the test over and over and over and over and over again until I learn to show love in a correct manner so that I didn't have to retake that test. But then it seemed like the bigger the level, the bigger the test. And so I just find myself kind of questioning whether or not, do I want to pass this test, Lord? Because I know if I pass this one, another one coming. But I also know that with every test, it's a growth process for me. And obviously I need that growth in order to be the best version of me I can be. However, I just want to let people know it's not easy. And it is a challenge more often than not, but it's necessary. And don't be like me. Don't have to take the test 5,200 times. I, I remember telling my sister years ago, you're going to keep taking this test until you pass it. And she recently reached out to me and was like, bro, you said that. And I find myself replaying that over in my head that I'm going to keep retaking this test. And years later, since I'm still taking this test because I have not passed it. So I just, today, we have been given 
tools, numbers, tools, steps to what we can do to start on the road to passing the test. So I just encourage people to don't don't do like me and take forever to pass the test. Start the process to passing the test today because the steps were given to you. And that's the one thing that I love. It wasn't just a bunch of information put out and us saying, hey, this is hard. You also have the tools to be successful. So be successful this week. Amen. Amen. That's good. That's good, yeah. I like so what you're saying. You, you're telling us to study for the test. Mm. Study for the test. So when you, you go to take a test, you have to have some information in order to pass the test of what you believe that's going to be on the test. So you're telling us to study for the test so we don't have to keep taking the same test over and over again. Wow, that's powerful. That's powerful. It is. So we're talking it is. about study love. Study love. Mm. So test comes. You can pass it. Why? Because you have to download the information. And all you have to do is compute it back and give the answer. Wow. 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 Thank thank you, T. You know, brother, we used to say practice makes perfect. But in love, practice doesn't make perfect. But it does help prepare us for the next step. So if we continue to practice, it will improve us. It makes yes. improvements in life, but it does not make us perfect. Perfection does not come on this earth. Can I ask the buffet um, today? There is a 12-year-old girl in Saginaw, Michigan, that's on life support from the uh, new strand of COVID. Could we uh, be in agreement today on the buffet for a miracle for her life? Uh, she's 12 years old, and she's on life support. Uh, there was an 8-year-old in Mississippi who lost the battle. Uh, she passed, but there's a five-year-old in Georgia who happens to be my niece. Uh, she also um, uh, passed it. Her teacher, however, was in ICU. Uh, she went to school this year. Uh, she's five years old, Leah. And Leah survived, but there are people that are losing. And the teacher of the five-year-old and the family of the eight-year-old in Mississippi. Oh, sure, yes, yes, we definitely definitely will be in agreement with with that. That's a uh, that's a that's a battle. That's a battle, and and that's that's a hard battle, you know. But can we also we, pray for? Um, we have a, a family that I went to church with here in Texas, who is also battling with COVID, and then one of my sisters lost a family member this week. So if we can put them on the prayer list for this week, too, that would be awesome. Definitely, we definitely will. We uh, definitely pray for them. But uh, before before we just uh, go into prayer, uh, Teresa, would you uh, on that as well of uh, what we just talked about? I, you know, I wanted uh, to say <clears throat> I have learned that. The difficult people and circumstances are our assignment. And, you know, we wonder why sometimes we keep getting the same type of 
friends in our lives or the, if you're dating the same type of man, uh, they're assignments. And it's all in what you all said in how we study and how we show love and how we deal with them. And in certain circumstances, it's very delicate how you deal with them. That flower that you were talking about that requires a little more watering. You know, it's it, it, it's very, um, we have to be sensitive and we have to go to God and we have to ask God, you know, exactly, Lord, what is this? What am I supposed to do? Lord, speak through me. Help me to help them, you know. And the biggest way to help is to show love and to be there. Um, I can recall a time there was a young lady that came to my job. She transferred here from Florida, and she just pulled on me, pulled on me, but she got on my nerves. She just got on the last nerve that I had, and but she kept coming. She kept coming. She kept coming, and I would give her little nuggets or whatever, and I'm just like, no, well, she's gone somewhere. And one day, um, she came to me, and she said, you know, I watch you. And I don't know what it is that's different about you than the other people here. She said, but I want it. And in my office that day, I took her over the plan of salvation, and she accepted Christ as her Savior. Now, me, like everybody else, she got on everybody's nerves, but she was just drawn to me. I thank God for the light. I thank God that he didn't allow me to push her away because she was getting on my nerves. I'm glad that she was able to come that day and I was able to hear her. And I'm glad that I was able to show love along the way because if I was showing anything but love, she wouldn't have continued to come. So people are assignments and we have to make sure that we continue to study to show ourselves approved that we continue to to pray that we continue to seek god and how we are supposed to exemplify the love of christ as we encounter people along our walk um one of the other things that i i wanted to say you know when talking about you know jesus on the cross there was a song that we used to sing they hung him high they stretched him wide and for me, he died. That's love. You got to understand, you're going to be hung. You're going to be strong. You're going to be thrown. You're going to be cussed out. You're going to be persecuted. But guess wow. what? You still have to show love. The thing is, Jesus could have gotten down, but he didn't. He didn't get down. He didn't get down because he loved us that much. And he knew that we needed that in order to make it. If we could only take on that same mindset when we are dealing with people, they need you in order to make it. They need that love, even if it's a little bit of love. They need that love that you have to give in order to make it. If we could only... Take on that mindset and the the illustration of jumping in and out of the heat and in and out of the fire and back in. If you just go ahead and stay in the heat, after a while, your body adjusts and you cool down versus jumping back into the cool and back into the heat. Every time you go back in, it gets hotter and hotter and hotter. 
So what we need to do is say, okay, this is a lifestyle that I am going to take on. None of us have perfected it. Absolutely not. We are, Pastor Chris has said a million times over, this is not a sprint, it's a marathon. It's a lifestyle. We have to every day learn from our mistakes because you will make mistakes. You will, as long as you're human. Learn from your mistakes, repent, and then say, okay, what can I do better tomorrow? What can I do the next time I encounter the same type of person with the same type of issue? Uh, I like Tiana when she says, okay, my challenge is this. So we have to challenge ourselves. What are we going to do this week different than last week to make sure that we show more love? Whether it's Mm -hmm. a Christian, someone we know, or someone we don't know. What are we going to do? What charge? (laughs) We're charging ourselves. What charge are we going to take on to show more love? Because every day that we show love, we build the body of Christ because it's about love. So we are the faces that God has put on earth to be his examples. What can we do? How can we go a little further, a little further to show more love? It's challenging. It is very challenging. And some people, as young people say, they test my gangster. They test your Jesus. They're like, like, Jesus, are you really there? <laughs> are you really there? Because my flesh, you got to think about it. You live in your flesh. That's, that's a part of your being. So your flesh wants to react to what is being put in front of you. You want to. But if we continue to read the word of God, spend the time with God that we need to spend with him, that's Spirit man will rise up. The Holy Spirit will quicken you in those situations and say, okay, this right here, what you've been talking about on the radio, what you've been saying on the street, this way you show love. This is it right here. And instead of saying something that your flesh wants to say, your spirit man raises up and you say something that can calm that lion that's in front of you. Amen. That that is that is awesome. And we're we're uh we're gonna do our housekeeping and uh for our special guests, special listeners. Um uh, I'm gonna call their name out. Uh, uh Minister Brown does it every week. And we're we're gonna do this now because I just feel that Pastor Chris is, is I feel that he's on fire and we've also been asked for uh to do a prayer request. So after I acknowledge our uh, special listeners, we're going to turn it over to Pastor Pastor Chris today, and we are going to allow him to um, pray for the people that we act, and also to uh, give us his uh, testimony or whatever of uh, his his um, he was in our, uh, what was ordination. last week ordination. That he was uh, that, which and we celebrate with you, uh, Pastor Chris, and uh, it's just such an honor, a, a, a great honor to have that. And we just want you to share with us also <clears throat> after we do the uh, special. Sister uh, uh, Roberta, listen. I wanted to remind you we have been forgetting to do it. We wanted to congratulate Maquita, and we also wanted to congratulate Cora 
we have been forgetting to do that. So if you could do that today, I appreciate it. Yes, yes. We would like to congratulate Marquita, who received her degree um, a couple weeks ago. Marquita, she received yes. her the bachelor. And Cora, Cora Jones, and uh, she's not Jones anymore. I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but she is married. She we married her a couple weeks ago. Uh, we just celebrate with them. We've been uh, wanting to do that. And Pastor Chris, we celebrate you. We celebrate with you. We. We just love you so much. Love you. Amen. Well deserving of, of everything. And we just pray that God would open you under open heaven and open heaven and that God takes you further than you could ever think, imagine, or dream. Because I believe that you you know, I believe with all my heart, you're an awesome man of God doing a great work in a great time. This is your season. I just thank you and God bless you. And we're going to call off these names, and we're going to let you flow. We're going to ask, we ask you to pray for the, the, the uh, prayer request that has been uh, uh, announced, that you would pray for the people. And then uh, we're going to let you just flow in your area of giftedness. We have uh, Sister Dorothy uh, Kerr, Sister uh, Shirley Allen, Lucia Priester, Ella Priester, Leola Priester, Ursuline Lee Aaron, Edna Moore, Jeanette Pontoon. We thank yes. you all for listening. These are our special guests. You want to add, Alice add something? Alice Field. I just, who? Alice Field. And Alice Field. I'm sorry. Alice Field. And now, uh, Pastor Chris, it's on you. To flow. Amen. Just let the Lord have his way. Yes. Uh, let our heart and mind be clear. Uh, eternal God, our Father, we thank you and praise you that you are still God in these times yes. and this season. We lift up these individuals to you, Father. You know their individual needs, their individual ailments, their individual strengths. So whatever they lack in spiritual strength, increase that tenfold, Father. Allow them to see you for who you are, Father. We ask you, Lord Father, to have your hand on these individuals because we know what's going on right now, that this cape of fear is going across this world and this nation, and it's causing a lot of believers to hide up under rocks, but under the authority that you still have here on the earth. Under your son, Jesus Christ's name, when we call on the name of Jesus, all things will be broken. All things will be healed. All things will be set free. And we ask you right now, Father, that you do this, Lord Father God. We ask, Lord Father, for the comfort of the families that have gone through this with this COVID, Father. We ask you, Father, to give comfort to the families that may have lost someone. We ask you, Lord Father God, for your wings of your angels to comfort them, Lord Father God, to strengthen them. Use what they have as a birthing of what you need them to say 
in this hour, in this season. Everything that we're going through right now as believers is testing our very faith to its core. But we thank you, Lord Father God, that you will allow us to rise up through the adversity, through the uncertainty, and bring us together like we should have been since day one. It'll be through your powerful, your matchless name that we will become one in body and in your truth. We ask all these things in Jesus Christ's most awesome name. Amen. God bless you. Woo. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to try to condense this a little bit because uh, this has definitely been a full circle for me. So, last Sunday was a 25-year journey to this point. And I want to encourage somebody out here because it's not in your perfection that God will raise you up. Let me say that one more time. It's not in your perfection that God will raise you up. See, we have to understand something, that every great man and great woman in the word that we read were all flawed. All had issues. All were tripping. All were running. Now, see, in my case, I think I had a little bit of all of them. Just saying. Just going to keep it real. Because, you know, I ran. You know, I, I ran for a long time. I didn't want it. And see, what humbled me is the fact that God had to move some things out of the way for to get my attention and i know you guys heard this story before but my accident was my salvation what what are you talking about well this is what started this full circle see i had to be broken literally physically psychologically spiritually i had to be Broken. Why? Because I was a hard rock, hard head. So in this transition, I had to learn to look at Chris for who God sees him. Not what the folks said. Not what, what Cousin Pookie said. Not what the pastor that you were sitting under said. What did God say to me? And in that process, God was taking some stuff that was enrooted in me for so long and I finally understood who Christ was in my life when I started having a true relationship with God see y'all hear me say this all the time but there is so much power in the relationship but see if we have more time I get into it but see when I stopped being religious and I allowed God to have relationship with me and I stopped all the religious religious jargon that were taught, all the Shandays and Hondays and all that stuff we say, all the uh, big old giant prayers and, and all this stuff. No, I had to break all that down. 
and go back to basics. I had to go back to talking to him, just like I'm talking to you right now. See, when I started speaking to God, that's when breakthrough happened. Uh-oh. See, when I started being real with him, that's when the bondage was taken off my life. See, I'm helping somebody here because this is helping me. See, we got to understand something. Full circle Sunday was a celebration and accumulation of 25 years of me running, ducking, dodging, doing all that stuff. And to see people that I have not seen for 25 years, my second family. They're not just my spiritual family. They're my second they're my second family. And when I realized that, I realized that it's not just about me anymore. This thing is about family. Just like we have right here on Saturday's Buffet. Just like we have here at TPV Radio Network. It's about coming together in such a time as this. I praise God for Apostle Forrest L. Walker Sr. He saw the God in me and allowed me to walk in my purpose. See, we like to doubt ourselves at times. You know, we like to compare ourselves to other folks. But see, God has an anointing and has a lane and has a people just for you. See, you don't have to be a pastor to still walk in your purpose. I hope I'm helping somebody. See, you don't have to be a minister to do what God calls you to do. See, it all starts from servanthood. Uh-oh. See, we want to be leaders, but we don't want to serve. See, we got to be able to serve others. And this is what I've learned in this time, and this just this week alone, it's been so hard for me not to just say how good God has been. Because I'm telling you, if I went in my flesh, y'all, I knew I didn't deserve what God gave me. I didn't deserve the elevation in the spirit because my flesh said I was underqualified. But God, see, God saw the anointing, which used the man, which anointed the other man to walk in his purpose and with spiritual authority. Now I'm walking and talking with spiritual confidence, not mine, spiritual confidence. What does that mean? Well, I got a few more minutes. I'll explain it. See, when you walk in spiritual confidence, you are still walking in humility. Oh, I hear y'all talk about that H word a lot, being humble. See, being humble is being broken, put back together, and walking in God's purpose. That's what being broken is. When you can be a servant, when you know you're a leader, but you can get your hands dirty, you can stop and pray with folks. You can help folks when they have a problem at the grocery store or wherever you are, you can be a servant. See, we have so many leaders, but no one wants to serve. I love what I do. I love 
when I come on Saturday's Buffet and all the other shows that we're on. I don't have a problem being the servant. See, that's where we have a problem, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody wants to be the chief. So we got to understand that ministry is not just about you. It's about the people that you touch, the people that you will inspire, the people that you will break bondages and break chains with. We got to keep each other as a family, as one. We got to stop the nonsense. So I thank God for this full journey. There's so much more to talk about, but I just wanted to share that, that I thank God that full circle has came. I was able to make peace, able to see my family, my second family I haven't seen in 25 years. I got to see my new nieces and nephews. Now they're all grown. It was just a family reunion, a spiritual reunion, going back to the the church that started all this back in 1996. We're in 2021, going into 2022. I thank God that he saw me for who I was in the spirit and not judge me based on what I did in my flesh. I praise God for all of you. I thank God for what he's done. So, Sister Roberta, Sister Lorraine, back. To you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor, Pastor Chris. Thank you. You are such a humble man. Such a humble man, and we thank God for you. I thank God that I will pass cross, you know, because I remember an elderly lady said this. She says, we're, 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 we're pilgrims, and we're traveling, and she says, every now and then, your path across people that are real, that are genuine, and I believe that our path has crossed through a genuine man of God, and I thank God for you. Thank God for your promotion and uh, your faithfulness, your faithfulness. You know, you can't take it lightly because people will start, but they won't continue, but you continue, and we thank God for you, truly, and uh, uh, you continue to do what you're doing, and and I just believe God has got got better, greater is coming, greater is coming. I thank you and thank everyone uh, today. I think our time is about up. We thank God. We truly thank God for each and every one of you. And Pastor Chris, if we have time for a song, if you give us a song and take us away. Be Amen. blessed, and we'll see you guys back next week. Same time, same station. Be going out. With James Fortune, I trust you. God bless you. See you next Saturday. It's not easy. Lord, it's not easy. Sometimes the pain in my life makes you seem so far away. it's so hard because everything that I see tells me not to believe. Everything that I see tells me not to believe. 
happened to me 10 years ago. But it's the thoughts in my mind. the pain in my life. Oh God, it makes you seem so far away. Can I get a witness somebody? But God, I trust you. Through the tears. Anybody ever had to cry late in the midnight hour? Every tear you've had to cry. Through the heartache and rain. Come on, take it up. Through the tears. That's right, do the heartache. TPV Radio, Central Texas. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.